This is Phil Harris with a salute to you and your Red Cross. Enjoyment here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Today is a big day in the life of little Alice Harris. She's having her first date and going to her first dance. Her mother has bought her a new dress for the occasion, and as we look in, she's just put it on to show her mother how it looks. Mother, Mother, look at me. How do I look in my new party dress? Oh, adorable, honey. You look so grown up and... Wait a minute. What have you got on your face? Makeup. I'm wearing lipstick, rouge, mascara, and eyeshadow. Now, you go right upstairs and take all that stuff off. A pretty young girl like you doesn't need makeup. Then why do you wear it? You're young and pretty. Oh, well, well I, I, I wear it to make me look older. You know, otherwise people would go around saying your daddy married a child bride (laughs) Now, now take that goo off before your father sees you He's inside having breakfast And if he ever... Alice! Alice! What is it, Phil? There's no more cream for my coffee Oh, well, open a bottle of milk Okay How do you do, miss? (laughs) I always like... (laughs) Alice Who's the short burlesque queen? Don't you recognize me, Daddy? Look, lady, don't call me Daddy in front of my <laughs> Trying to get me killed or something? I don't know you. Phil, you never saw her before? No, honey. I'll admit I hung around the stage door once or twice, but I was just selling flowers during the summer layoff. And I... <laughs> This is your daughter, Alice. Alice? You mean little Alice? How'd she get hurt? (laughs) Where'd she get all that blood on her cheeks? Father, that's not blood. It's rouge. I put it on to make my face rosy. You'd better take it off, or that ain't going to be the only part of you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't yell at her. She just thought she'd put some on to wear at the school dance tonight. You see, she's having her first date. Date? With a man? (laughs) She has a date with a boy her own age. Little Johnny Wilkins. Ten years old. I'll get that. My little Alice going out with a boy. I can't bear the thought of him. Hi, Curly. Oh, it's you. Oh, Elliot, I'm a miserable man. What's wrong? Oh, Alice is going out on a date tonight with a young man. How could she? Just because you're an old man, your wife has no right to step out on you. Elliot. What if she did make a bad bargain? Her place is by your side. I'm talking about my daughter, little Alice. She's going to a dance tonight with a boy. No kidding. Little Alice is going out on a first date, huh? I can't let her go out, Elliot. She's too young. She, she's only ten. How old were you when you first went out? Well, that's different. I was eleven, but we lived in the hills of Tennessee, and you've got to start young down there. <laughs> How old was the girl? She was eight, but she was a widow. <laughs> I 
Shirley, there's nothing wrong with a girl 10 years old going to a school dance with a boy. Maybe not. If my daughter's going out with this kid, i got to find out about him. So come on, you're going with me. We're going over to see this Wilkins boy right now. Phil, I wish you wouldn't. He's a lovely boy. I there's don't no care. Hey. Hmm? Hey, this is a nice house this kid lives in. Yeah. At least he's got a little dough. Curly, what are you going to talk to this kid about? I'm going to lay the law down to him. I'll tell him to bring my daughter home early, treat her like a lady, and stuff like that. Yeah. But supposing the kid don't like your attitude and gets tough. That's why I brought you along. <laughs> Between the two of us, we can handle him. Now, I'll ring the bell Before and... Before you do. How big is he? Four foot six. Ring the bell. <laughs> We're going to look this kid over carefully. If I don't think he's right for my daughter, he's not going to... Yes? What can I do for you? Well, I'm here to... Where is he? Down there, Curly. Oh, oh. Look, you, I hear you got a... My kid's going out with this? Oh, I got to get her a pair of glasses. What are you talking about? Are you taking my daughter out tonight? Well, I hadn't planned on it, but if I can get away from my wife, I'd like to. Why? Wait a minute. Who are you? Why, Mr. Wilkins. Oh, 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 oh. You're the kid's father. Your size fool me. You're such a short one. I don't think that's nice. I'm not making fun of your size, you big overgrown ox. Look, don't get gay. I don't want to talk to you. I'm here to see your son. Oh, no, you don't. I've seen your type before, and you're not going to get my boy mixed up in your tire stealing racket. I don't steal tires. What do you steal? Money from radio sponsors. Why? Nobody's been able to prove it yet. Uh, what did you two fellas want? I'll tell you what I want. Your son has a date with my daughter tonight, so send your kid out here and tell him that Phil Harris wants to talk to him. Oh, are you Phil Harris? That's right, Shorty. You ever hear of me on the radio? Yes, and I can't stand you. <laughs> that voice of yours... What's the matter with my voice? I don't know. It just makes me nauseous. <laughs> nauseous? Stick to his stomach. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look, buddy, maybe you don't like my show, but I'll bet your wife listens to me. Well, I must admit she does. Yeah. She's been listening to you for years. Well, how does she like me? I don't know. She just sits there with her foot in her mouth and never talks. <laughs> Look, Wilkins, I just came here to see your kids. I'd rather see the kid's mother. Elliot, will you... <laughs> Come to think of it, I'd take a short look at that, too. <laughs> look, stay out of this, will you? Look, are you going to let me see your son or aren't you? No, I'm not. I don't like your attitude. You're not going to see my son, and neither is your daughter. I'm not going to let him take her out tonight. That suits me fine. I wouldn't let my daughter go out with your son. Goodbye. Goodbye. Nasty little man. <laughs> I guess I told him off, didn't I? Oh, yeah. You loused up your daughter's date very nicely. Hey, wait a minute. Gee, I never thought of that. Now she won't be able to go to the dance tonight. Oh, Elliot, do you think she'll hate me? 
I'd recommend it. <laughs> it's little Alice's first date, and you have I to... I know, go... I know, I know. Poor little kid. Gee whiz, I'd give anything if I could find a way out of this. How much does the job pay? <laughs> Oh, look, mister, I was... Oh. Grogan! Yeah, yeah, it's you, Harris, eh? Who's your friend? Oh, will you cut it out? I'm in enough trouble. Yeah, what kind of trouble? Well, my daughter was going to have her first date tonight, and I ruined her. You're a real lunkhead, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> look, if that daughter of yours has her heart set on going out tonight, she's going to go. But the fella she was going to go out with won't take her. Then I'll get her another guy. Thanks a lot, Grogan, but I'd rather you didn't bother me. Shut up. I'm going to get her a date. Every day, somewhere in our country, disaster hits. One time it may be caused by wind and rain. Another time explosion or fire takes a heavy toll in the lives and property. Or maybe it's the rampaging floodwaters running crazy over the countryside. And like Alice and I always say, when nature gets out of hand and starts giving some of us a beating, one thing is always the same. Wherever you find disaster, you'll find people united to fight the raging elements. And where a job's too big for the folks next door, there you'll find the neighbor to all people pitching in to help. Your Red Cross. Yes, sir. Your Red Cross. Ready to help in any way. Emergency meals, clothing, shelter, medical services. Your Red Cross, supplying blood to save a life and helping people after the disaster to rebuild and reestablish their lives and homes. Only your support of the Red Cross makes this work possible. And this year, the need is greater than ever. So do what Alice and I are going to do. Give and give generously through your Red Cross. Answer the call. Hey, Curly, it's been two hours since we left Grogan. I'm afraid he couldn't get a date for little Alice. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to go upstairs and tell her that she can't go to the dance. This is going to be the toughest thing that I ever had to... Come in. I just hate to face her and tell her that I your got her... Your troubles over... are over, Harris. I got your daughter a boyfriend. You did? Oh, Grogan, that's wonderful. Where is he? Right here in his boylap sack. <laughs> he put up a fight, you see. I had to keep him quiet. Oh, naturally, <laughs> How do you do, son? How do you feel? Get me out of this sack, you stupid yikes! <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Ronald Coleman? Hey! No. Tallulah? Hey! No, her voice is deeper. Maybe it's Johnny Ray. <laughs> Couldn't be him. The bag ain't wet. Could be the Continental or Liberace, or maybe it it's could... It's me, Julius, from the Rutabagas every week. <laughs> Stop playing what's my name and let me out of here. Hey, Harris, Harris, we'd better let him out. All right, all right, I'll untie it. All right, there, you're out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> what's with you guys? Why you always trying to kill me? Julius, why are you so excited? Why am I excited, he says. It's 
mistake. I was trying to get a date for my daughter. You got a Shanghai boy's photo? <laughs> Come on, is she starting to look like you? <laughs> look, Julius, I'm not going to stand... Now, don't try to persuade me. Nothing you can say will make me go out with your daughter. Nobody asked you to. The last thing I'd want to see happen to my kid. If she as much as walked out of the door with you, I'd slash my throat. You talk me into it, I'll throw it. <laughs> Look, I ain't gonna... Don't get... stand there, Max. Start slashing. Beat him, will you? I don't want you to come... Hey, is that Johnny? I heard... Oh, hello, Juliet. Hello, Alice. Uh, how would you like to go to the dance with me tonight? I'd love to. Wait a minute. You don't mind going out with me, do you, Alice? Well, I did have a date with Johnny, but I'd rather go with you. I think you're the handsomest, sweetest, and most charming boy I've ever seen. Oh, I gotta have her head looked in. <laughs> well, we'd better run along or we'll be late for the dance. Hang on, Alice. Oh, Julius. Well, we'd better hurry. Goodbye, Daddy. Come back here. So long, Pop. Pop! <laughs> oh, what a sickening thought. Take it easy, Curly. By the way, Mr. Lewis, will you do me a favor? What? Keep Mr. Harris lit from the window. We're coming home late tonight. This year, the need for your Red Cross is greater than ever. So give generously. Answer the call. And wear your Red Cross button to remind others to give. Transcribed salute to you and your Red Cross has starred Phil Harris and Alice Faye. The program was made possible through the cooperation of the Advertising Council, the American Federation of Musicians, James C. Petrillo, President, the American Federation of Radio Artists, and the Radio Writers Guild, and was produced by Carl Bruner. Bill Foreman speaking.